welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. We love a Linktree because it's got all the ways you can help support Block Talk. Visit linktree.com slash michaelblocktalk to click on the links. We've got a link to Redbubble where you can purchase all of your Block Talk merchandise from t-shirts to mugs to hoodies to totes available in a variety of styles. Another link has all the platforms you can list to the podcast, plus links to PayPal and buy me a coffee should you feel the desire to tip a host. And as always, follow me on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. It's time to get spicy. The queens were tasked to give a taste of stand-up. So who was hot, 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 and who was not, not, not? It's time to talk all things Drag Race Mexico. And joining me is someone very picante, Darren Cox. Who are you? Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Um, Wow, we are here, episode nine. Everyone's like, oh my God, finale next week. And I was like, no, no, no. no this show's not giving you a finale next week. They're giving you three more episodes. Yes. Yes, that's crazy. Like, uh, they have, Drag Race has this um, talent for stretching <laughs> season. They sure do. Believe because me, as I someone was who like, watches it all, um, I can tell you certain seasons need an extra episode, and there are certain seasons, Drag Race 15, that didn't need all 16 episodes. All the extra ones. <laughs> yeah, it just, um, it, it's incredible. I also thought it was going to be, the, the, last, the last one was coming up, but it's, nope they're they're gonna milk this cow until they, they sure the other are. cows go home i don't know that's <laughs> yes, sure are all right friends as always until duolingo helps me out pronunciations i apologize i will get better one day um my spanish is still very very muy mal muy um mal. As always, I must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast where we're discussing reality TV show characters. It's presented with reality different directions. We are still in the editing. When television show wants to see what we react, we'll present easily. We're putting on opportunities to go on television to share the crap. They also themselves to discuss. We're sending the podcast for an entertainment discuss reality the show. All right. Wow. That's, you know. I've said that, a lot. It's almost like I, it's in my, it's in like my mouth. I feel like you found a loophole. <laughs> I did. Um, nine episodes in. How are you feeling? How are you enjoying the premiere season of Drag Race Mexico? Listen, I am so proud of this season uh, for many things because one, it is showcasing Latinidad and just how creative and how amazing Latin queer people are. Um, and I'm just excited for that, you know, stage, you know, the 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 the, the, the Latin community's getting. Um, yeah. for one, for two, for two, second, I don't sure. I don't speak English. We don't we don't speak good English here. Um, sure. the other one is Valentina. She mm-hmm. has surprised me. And not that I expected her to do bad, but I just it's been amazing. Like her Spanish is just a little sometimes. Not but no, I mean it's it's incredible. And then her, you know, with um, Lolita, her like just having that Miss Miss Banana, right? Did I say her name right? Yeah. Lolita Banana. Lolita Banana. Okay. okay. Um, seeing their their banter back and forth and the dynamics. Um, and not only that, but having a host that is non-binary and is embracing that and every time they come into the workroom it's just beautiful it's truly 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 a breath of fresh air 
It absolutely is. And I, I think it's really been um, illuminating, uh, at least for me, who, again, watches all of the shows. It's, mm -hmm. it's illuminating to see that you don't have to keep a cookie cutter. You can embrace yeah. other styles of drag. You can embrace different styles of hosting. Um, you can have two people make up one RuPaul. It's okay. It's allowed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's very, very, I'm enjoying it. Um, for me, I love learning about um, the Mexican culture as, as we're watching. And I think that's, what's been really, really beautiful is sure. In, in my, in my many years of taking middle school and high school Spanish, you learn the basics of <laughs> um, really Mexican culture because um, that's what your teachers think you only think about when it comes to <laughs> Spanish. Um, I, I remember yes. when I was in high school and I first came to the United States, I came directly from Venezuela to Alabama. Don't ask me how that happens. Um, but normally you see Hispanic people going to Florida or going to Texas, but we came directly to Birmingham. And I remember in school, they were like, where are you from? And I was like, oh, Venezuela. And then this guy was like, which part of Mexico is that in? And I was like, nope. Oh, so you only think that from the border down all the way to Argentina is just Mexico. So, no, yeah, I'm, I, the school system here in the United States is not that great So when it no, comes to great. other countries. <laughs> but we, we try. We really try. And again, for me, I, I really love seeing the infusion of um, heritage and drag and queerness. Yeah. And it's this season's been really great. So let's get through it. Let's talk about it. The queens will track a Vogue into the workroom. They are a bit surprised that they are all still there. They say the lip sync was great. And I agree. I think that was their best lip sync of the season. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, eh, I don't know. I, just, I have I have yet to see a lip sync that I'm like, ah, you know? Like, I agree not with in the that season, too. But like in, in, the, in the franchise, um, like it was in the olden times. <laughs> In that, the hands. Uh yeah, it's just um it was great. It was great for this season, but I don't think it was like uh like I wasn't of the intimacy. We'll bring up that she's afraid that the next elimination will be a double elimination, which yep. makes sense based on the timing of every drag race mm -hmm. they've ever watched before. No, girl, just wait. Just wait. You got more <laughs> shit to do. They have no idea what to speculate about as they don't know what will happen today. But there's no time to think. The alarm blares. And we have our Valentina message that leads them to thinking a roast is upon them. Mm. Valentina arrives in a beautiful dress like she's a goddess. The top five is here. And Gala thinks they'll be a girl band, which they will release a song called Couture. <laughs> I will allow that if the denim looks from last week are part of their album cover. You think they do that? Yes. Listen, I... Can I can I talk about Gala really quick? Yes, you can. Oh. What part of Gala? Oh, everything that's the that's hanged out. That's what's hanging out. No, I'm just kidding. Mm -hmm. Um, Gala is just so beautiful. Like yes. in and out of drag. But Gala, like, I just love her drag, which is gonna be a little uh, contradicting here in a little bit, but with my notes. Um, but I just I, I everything that she's put out, it just it, it gives me high fashion and I just I, I love it. So definitely if they do that denim look, uh, yeah, sure. Lolita arrives behind a puppet stage because it's puppet times. Everybody loves puppets. <laughs> now, why do you think this challenge is gone on the American version? I love it so much. 
I don't know. And that's the thing. It's it, it's fun. It gets uh, the queens to do some uh, crafts. Um, Mm but -hmm. also, it's a little bit of a reading, you know, reading Absolutely. challenge, like a like a little mini reading challenge. And I don't know, I maybe no, I don't even know how I don't even want to speculate, but Did I just Rue have a fisting incident and is afraid of puppets <laughs> now? Like, what happened? she was found inside the box and somebody just went rah. <laughs> Mm -hmm. That's what happened. There it was. Mystery solved. Well, it's time to pick the puppets, and they are in a bag. Uh, you're not just picking a puppet out. You have to get it out of the bag, which is... Ooh, I kind of like that. Christian will get Rahina, who looks like a fucking vampire. Um, Rahina will select Matraka. Lady Carol picks Christian, whose cheeks aren't big enough. Listen... If you're blessed with big natural cheeks or you're getting them from your doc, your drag will thank you. Out of the bag. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, eh, she didn't get him from God. <laughs> Yeah. Gala will have Lady Kato and Matraka is with Gala. Um, why does Gala's puppet have a soul patch? That was confusing because I see a little bit of like stubble when they're doing Right. their their um their confessionals. And maybe it's like what's happening to me right now, where it's just like a little shadow, but I just never The arts seen department the was very heavy on that facial hair. It was a lot. It was. They have five minutes to turn their puppets into drag queens. We love arts and crafts this house. We're getting gemstones on Matraka's face. Gallo's balls are about to pop out. It just sparkles galore. Um, one thing that they did have an issue with, and we're going to talk about it, the wigs. Do they not have wig options? What happened? I don't know if that pink wig was the only wig that they gave them. Um, and then can I, why are all the puppets white, like gray tone? I don't like I said, Lorena looks like a vampire. And like, there were all different shades of gray. And I don't know if they were like, well, we don't want to, you know, colorism. We don't want to like, you know, put a, a darker puppet than another puppet or a lighter puppet than another puppet. Let's just make them the same color. And all they had was, you know, 10 yards of gray <laughs> felt. Well, and it's it, it's interesting you bring that up because we will kind of get into it when we discuss Matraka's stand-up set. Um, because she she's gonna call her sisters white ladies. Mm hmm Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, first up will be Lady Cato with Christian, and baby, that does not look like her except those famous cheeks. Um, the hair again, she couldn't find any other where who who supplied that. Um, she will give Christian a very yelly voice and she will immediately lose her wig. Uh, Christian doesn't see the resemblance as she believes she's the makeup artist of the season. Um, sure, I guess she's the makeup artist because she can transform, Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, it's I guess. it's just one of those things where she she's pretty. She can she can transform it. Definitely does not look like them out of drag. But it I don't know. I mean, maybe. Now, when Lady Keto gets her to cry about her family, right on. That has been the plot line we have seen all Yes. season long. I'm here for it. Christian's turn with Rahina Voce. She looks like a mermaid, and uh, the performance was not Christian's best. She did not bring it out any comedy. No bueno. But the thing that really shocked me, she didn't get it. She didn't make her sing. No, no, that was a thing. It's like you could have done. I mean, Valentina's been doing the the, the theme song ever single in the in the show. So it's just I'm just wondering why. It, maybe she didn't see the show. Maybe she's not aware that she went to England to film this. But it just I just don't understand how 
they missed that part. Like the jokes right. were just not lending for all of them to be completely honest. I mean, um, I after have... the musical, you would think that everyone knows that she's the vocalist and and the the Correct. girl group. Come on, we all yeah. Know. And like some of my um some of my notes, I was like the jokes were not there. Uh, and and even even for all of them, it was just very flatlined. Rahina is here to portray Raymond Taraka. She didn't give her a new outfit, but the face was spot on. Um, great face, but peep that little oopsie black line right under her lip. Um, <laughs> not good. Rahina will make her not commit to answering, despite saying that she thinks Gata should have been eliminated last week. Shady. Yeah. Um, we will also learn through puppetry that Matraka is always late. I mean, I knew that fashion girlies um, always take forever to get ready, but, but I, here's the proof. She is giving me Valentina while she was in the... <laughs> Literally. <laughs> the, the latte, the vanilla latte fantasy. Mm -hmm. it's, I, I mean, but we're... I mean, I'm going to... We'll talk about that later, but she's a perfectionist, right? And so, Absolutely. like, every single little stone will not be on turn even the ones put it on her face um because i mean she's just she's just great at what she does when it comes to look so yeah probably that's the reason why she's like galavaro takes her turn with lady caro who is sporting horrid makeup and a nasty nest of green hair she will say that she is the chikatana and then have her bizarrely slamming herself around like she was back as a luchadora yes. um i guess that was the only moment lady caro had this season I don't yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just like is I feel like they're not paying attention. Like no. I could sit here and write at least five jokes for each one of them. Absolutely. It's just one of those things where I was like, y'all, are y'all that like secluded that you're not even paying attention to each other while you're in the room? Yeah, nice it was yeah. And finally, Matraka is Gala, who has lots of surprises. She strips her, and yes, there's the infamous ball. It is popping <laughs> out. She will read her to filth by saying that she's always playing the same type of villain there's a lot of moaning um in her head she was the funniest and personally i agree i mean yeah if if everybody else sucked then she would have been the true. funniest <laughs> the winners are deceived are deemed to be matraka and regina didn't see that one coming we love a double win in this house they're each going to get nine thousand pesos do you think it should have been a double win no well no i don't I don't agree. Um, but it just it was one of those things where I was like, I mean, maybe they were the best out of this awful lineup. And but I, I don't know. I would have just kept the money. <laughs> Valentina would have been like, you know what? Let's just go <laughs> to the maxi challenge. I'll go home. What's always interesting about situations like this is the mini challenge don't really matter unless we're setting up something for the mm -hmm. maxi challenge for the winner of the mini challenge. Friends, we know how this show works. Correct. It's here for drama. I don't know why putting those two as the people who are going to make the decisions, it didn't it didn't cause drama. It didn't cause drama. It didn't uh move the plot. It didn't like right. it was just yeah, sure. You guys were funny, maybe here is money. <laughs> May, or maybe it was a situation where they're like, oh fuck, this person's won too much money, they can't have any more before Cor taxes. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was funny. They have know, an allocated total of money that they can give each person. <laughs> Their pot is filled. Well, Valentina will ask the girls who among them are comedy queens. Christian raised her hand. Regina will shrug, but she knows that she is. Lolita tells them they are about to embark on the hardest comedy challenge yet. It's this week's Maxi Challenge. Stand up. How are you with stand up comedy? 
Well, I am a comedy queen. Mm -hmm. So I absolutely love doing stand-up. I love emceeing. I love roasting people on the on the audience. So definitely I was when they said it was going to be a stand-up um episode, I was super excited. I was super excited to see it um and had high hopes. Yeah. I got I'm looking at my notes. I got a couple <laughs> emojis and I drew here the you know that emoji with a with a straight mouth and big eyes yep. up. Yeah, I have that a lot. Um, but it, you know, it I was super excited because it is my forte and it is what I love to do. Um, so yeah, no, I going into it, I was like, yes. Gala has never taken a stand-up class, so she's a wee bit nervous. And I say, friends, if you're gonna want to go on drag race, just take all the classes. Just just do it, just try it, just try it, have it in your body. Know what you gotta do. And if you can find a sewing comedy class, go ahead and <laughs> there <take> it. it is. <laughs> You know what? There's. I'm going to open up Block Talk University. That'll be one of the courses. <laughs> Love it. As the winners of the mini challenge, Mataraka and Rahina will get to choose the performance order. And on the main stage, their guest judge will be Manuna. Are, are you familiar with their work? I'm not familiar with their work before the episode. Um, so I looked it up. Um, some of my notes are Love the Jacket. Mm -hmm. When you see the jacket here in a minute, I was like, oh. But no, I, I was not familiar with them. Uh, they're funny. Um, yeah. I actually look up a, a couple of videos and uh, I was, yeah, yeah. They, they were definitely I believe a good that they were part of um, Celebrity Master Chef, I believe was yes. one of the mm -hmm. things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that they do Celebrity Master Chef. The UK does Celebrity <laughs> Master Chef. Why can't we have it? Yeah, because uh, we can't pay, uh, what's his name? Um, <laughs> um, Ramsey. Um, that's 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 very fair uh now uh, speaking of celebrity um game shows in mexico um there was some big news recently on a uh celebrity yes. game show yes share with the class la casa de los famosos or the mexican version of uh big brother celebrity big brother um they had it, it was it was actually i've been following it on tiktok i've been following it on vix which is their um their platform where they show it 24 mm -hmm. hours uh and we had a person named um uh oh wendy Guevara. sorry my my they just went out of my brain uh wendy Guevara is a trans woman uh from mexico and she is hilarious she is so funny uh she is a um, social media celebrity she started on um youtube and tiktok and um does drag as well um and she won she won Big Brother Mexico, and it was one of those things where it's like it, it means so much to the LGBT community yeah. that uh, not only a, a person part of the LGBT, but also a trans woman wins um, in the country where, you know, chauvinism and machismo is so rampant and so huge. Um, and the reactions from me from the people in Mexico they had people at the Angel, which is in the center of Mexico City. They had more people there than they've had during the World Cup. Whoa. People cheering uh, her name and just like, Wendy, Wendy. In the town where uh, Leon, Leon, the Leon town, I don't know, it was where, Guanajuato, maybe? But she, where she's from, people just gather on the streets there was just such an uh, an excitement for this woman to win, and she she got it, she got it. So Good for we're her, excited. look her up, um, Wendy Guevara. Ten bucks will be a guest judge on Dragons Mexico too. 
Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and it's how it works. How it works. Yeah. It's entertainment. Um, also, they're going to learn that the runway theme is picante, a.k.a. as the subtitle says, spicy. Uh, um, I knew that one. I didn't need Google <laughs> Translate. I know what picante is. So I like because of spicy. this, because of picante, I came dressed as the guy from the Tapatio bottle. I hope uh, you're... I love it. I'm here for it. I love it. <laughs> it is time to start preparing the comedy for the stand-up routine, but that is after our Anastasia Beverly Hills glamour shot. Need one of those every episode. This oh, no. one was very indulgent. They stayed on that one for like an extra five seconds. It was so beautiful. <laughs> but Tanaka and Rahina will conspire as they want to secure their spot in the finale, or so they think. Mm. Rahina is thinking carefully with her strategy. She knows the first is great responsibility, and regardless of their performance, they will warm up the audience. Rahina does not want to go first, but Tanaka will say Christian, but Rahina is worried if she is good and uses similar jokes to their routines, so she is going to propose gala. Now, here's a question that I want to ask you, because um, it kind of like when we were deciding when to record... I use the word roast. You use the word stand up. Mm-hmm. And I think the Queens did both. They couldn't decide which one did to do. They, did they, well, de- they, did they do they anything? <laughs> so, um, yeah. It, no. it, do, is there a difference between roast and stand up in Mexico, do we think? Is there, how is it explained to them? Is the waving I don't different? know based okay. on regionality, um, like in Mexico. But, um, my thing was that I came, I started watching the episode under the um, mentality that it was going to be a rose. And in mm-hmm. a rose, you just kind of hit everybody, right? I feel like some of them try to hit each other, but created a routine. So when you create a routine and you have a story or something that you're doing, that's definitely a stand up. Right. That, it's definitely not a roast, but um, I don't know. I just maybe maybe they thought they were doing a roast, and some of them had to change really quickly. About Which is interesting again, putting the puppet challenge because that is a roast of sorts. That to do was a roast. Back mm-hmm. was weird. Yeah, I have a conspiracy theory. Are you ready for it? What is it? I think it was going to be a roast, but after Valentina's experience on the miscongeniality roast, she said, "No, it's talking about me. Not happening." Remember that she got destroyed. She got destroyed, obliterated. Just took the glasses. (laughs) So I think she said, I am not sitting and partaking in a roast. No one is allowed to talk about me. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe, you're right. You're probably right. I I just (laughs) don't understand why. I know that all stars here have gone the stand up route several times, but I don't know what was the need. I think that we would have enjoyed it more. And I think because of Latin culture, because we are crass, we tend to shit on each other. Like that's part of it. Um, And especially within friendships, I feel like the roast would have gone a lot better than how this went. Um, But yeah, no, because I mean, if you're going to do a send up, um, a send up routine, you kind of have to have some sort of experience um, or have someone help you come up with it. You know, not Valentina and <laughs> and Lolita, yeah. but I just, I, I feel like that was the other weird thing that it was the two of them sitting in the same room with right. them. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I have to, I have to read it in front of them. Like, I, I just. Oh yeah, I, we're going to talk about that. We are definitely <laughs> going to bring that up. Now, they're going to return to the girls, share the order that it will be Gara, Rahina, Mataraka, Kero, and Christian. If you were in this situation, what position would you want? 
the middle. Mm-hmm. I would put myself in the middle. And the reason why is because if you put yourself at first, the tone might not be set by that point. The audience is not ready. Um, and someone can be better than you, right? Um, and you can be f- forgettable. Like people can just forget who came in the middle. And if, I mean, in the, the beginning, if you are in the middle, you are, you can make your points. You can, you can do your, your, your whole routine. People are going to remember exactly who you are because there's probably one or two left after you. And I don't want the stress of closing because if everybody did great, then now I have the stress of how do I wrap all of this and be better. Right. Uh, And I will be the last thing they remember and I don't want to mess up. So definitely the middle, I would put myself either the middle or second to last. All right, that's fair. Now, please peep Kira wearing that terrible wig she forced a Christian puppet to wear. <laughs> yes. Christian is not happy to close out the show. She is scared that they won't like her. Um, hmm, Christian having this weird arc this episode. Okay. So Gala is going to stir the pot and tell her that she's thinking a lot because of her performance in the mini challenge. Mm-hmm. Rahina's set us up with the plotline of the episode by saying... The Christian is funny in her everyday life, but when it comes to reading and puppets, she started to doubt herself. Just it, okay, they're just okay, we're going so, a little heavier. Yeah, it's just like little shades, subtle things that that Regina says that just I'm like, really, like you're gonna get under this woman's skin, this like just <laughs> like that, just get the girls ready valentina and lolita will run through their jokes with them now again as you mentioned normally when we have our comedy coaching it's done on the main stage this time it is in the workroom with the girls there to listen do you think that's an unfair advantage would you not share your best material for fear it might be stolen by your competitor sister absolutely i would want to just go to the furthest stage they have (laughs) i don't want to share it i they still have pencils they can still change it they can still, like, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about that. And then just being in the same room and then not only that, but like feeling like, you know, it kind of will mess up with my confidence. So when I'm now, reading the the joke and if it doesn't land with the two people that I need to make laugh, now I feel, you know, bad in front of my, my competitors. So friends, remember this conversation when we get to someone in a little bit, because we're going to recall <laughs> and recount this. Um, I will say one thing that is very interesting is the how they're setting this up here. And I don't know, I just feel like it's not conducive for the queens to also not be able to, especially if they're not fluent in the world of comedy, mm-hmm. not to be able to work on the stage and work yes. the stage correct correct because i mean that's that's a big thing it's like you want to be able to to see how much space you have to walk um you don't want to do a comedy set just stand in there you want to be able to work the, the the stage and work the audience so not being able to see or what the props would be that that you know it's just it's one of those things where it's just like I don't know. They were in a huge disadvantage on that. Yeah. Now, I will say one thing that I did like about the editing of this moment is we didn't get the entire set and then hear it again later. Yes. Like we yes, do on the they, regular season. I think that these producers are getting, they're getting good. They're getting good and they're, and they're bringing all of their good knowledge to it's their, true. to their other franchises because they only showed us, to me, they showed us most of the bad jokes. <laughs> so it made everybody look like, 
<laughs> exactly. Now, Gala is up first, and she is going to do a gimmick. She is going to be a dog complaining of being a drag queen's bitch. We will see her be a pup, and she will give a very hot, high-pitched voice, and of course, sex. Lots of moaning. Lolita is going to tell her to watch her vocalization, as using a different voice all the time might affect her. Also, diction, bitch. Can't understand you. Um, <laughs> it's just like Ariana Grande in that octave. We don't know what she's singing about. It was, yes. I think I think that was one of the things that Lolita, you could see in Lolita's face. She was like, oh, mm-hmm. oh and you're doing that the whole time. Oh, okay, okay. It's Maybe maybe she wanted to do the comedy uh, set for the dogs, so the dogs maybe. could hear it. Now, Valentina is going to make things worse and say she loves the jokes. She doesn't care what Lolita says. <laughs> um, not helpful, but I am team Lolita here. Yeah, I feel like I, I threw um, Valentina some flowers for looking mm-hmm. gorgeous and doing a good job, but she's a Paula Abdul at times. It's just this whole <laughs> like, you're great, you're amazing, you're beautiful. You also look like Linda Evangelista. So it's just one of those things where I'm just like, no, give them actual like criticism and something they can work on. So definitely, Lolita has a little bit more of that professional um, mentorship. Yes, that 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 they need for sure. Now, did you watch Drag Race France to see Lolita? A in little her bit. Experience? No, okay. I didn't watch it. Like I watched videos online of Lolita, but I That's didn't fair. watch the season. Lady Kara is going to criticize Gala as she has so much material to use, and the subject of dogs and drags is gold. We will have Rohita now, and she'll tell us that no one knows that she may actually be a comedy queen. She'll be sharing how to introduce Rohina. The joke reads, I'm Rohina Voce, Italian on my mother's side, Mexican on the friend of my father's side. Okay, that's funny. That's funny. That is funny. And and I think that's that's one of the things that like make, especially Mexican culture, like the jokes that they tell, um, there there is those jokes that you're like, uh right yeah. like th- they might be a little uncomfortable oh okay well you know she's she's a milkman's daughter um yeah, but right. yeah it's hilarious yeah absolutely Matraka thinks that Regina will be good if she keeps up this confidence so Valentina will suggest if this character could be very cocky a diva who's had experience Regina's going to take it and believes she will do very well let's find out what Matraka has in storm she has never done stand-up but she believes she will do well after she did well in the snatch game she will tell Lolita and Valentina that her stand-up will hang around about being in her early 20s while the other competitors are in their 30s. And if I were the other four, I would have stabbed her on the spot. <laughs> it was uh, it, it was very... Um, uh, I don't want to say her name because me and her have, you know, we have a little bit of a fight mm-hmm. um, in the past. But um, she she went to art school. <laughs> Do you okay. remember her? Oh, I don't she, was, she was also from Panama. Uh, she was on uh, Drag Race uh, season. What was Jinx's? Five. 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 She was in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, it gives me that. Oh, well, I'm young. I'm beautiful. But the only thing that I feel like was okay for my tracker to say it is because she's not that way in the in the in the dressing room she's not that way with them so the joke came across as oh this is just a joke right so it's not necessarily like this person is like that they're not they're not right. always coming for our, for our age but you know they're young they can enjoy their youngness listen i'm, I'm being over 30 right now anyone says they're in their 20s i'm like 
enjoy it while it lasts. I give you five years and then your back will give out first. <laughs> Literally, you will get out of bed and you don't know why you're in pain. Yep. Yep. 25. <laughs> Christian will say that she's not a baby and has an old man's face. <laughs> what? I completely disagree with that. I old think, man's face? I think it's the way that they cut their hair. I, I, do you notice how? Okay. Yeah. I think that's what it's it is. So it, it's given me. It's giving it's me a, poodle a huge forehead, but it's it's because they shave their widow's peak, so the wig can right. actually like. But it's it's shaven here, so it looks like an old man. So I mean, I I kind of see it, but at okay, the same that's time, fair. That's fair. The face itself doesn't look old, but that makes no. it look like they're really old. Now she's going to talk about how she loves old ladies and has many old lady friends. For example, she helps Sarahina across the road. She changes kiddos' diapers. I was like, (laughs) okay, good start. This is funny. And I'm like, again, are we doing stand-up? Are we doing a roast? Correct. Yes. Yeah. It was misleading. Lolita will advise... Yeah, Lolita will advise her to put her material in a rhythm and play with tempo. Valentina tells her to not mix it with Adela Miksha, who was her Smash Game character. Now, we have Lady Carol, who is still rocking that wig, uh, because that's going to be the funniest thing she does all episode. Christian will set us up here and tell us that Lady Carol is one of the greatest comedians they have this season. She wants to play a character she likes to do called Yasmi Ladies for Tionodo, who likes reggaeton and bean with pork legs. She <laughs> says the only problem with eating beans with pork legs is that the pretty ones will also shit. <laughs> we are going there. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of poop jokes. <laughs> Good thing Michelle Visage is not a judge. Listen, but poop at and least, farting. she doesn't like it. At least Drag Race went ahead and said, you know, we don't like poop and jokes and then and, and, and fart jokes. And then they're like, wait a minute, this can actually be a whole episode. And then turn it around sure and just can. do a whole episode on farting. So um at least the Justice drag- for Rockham Sakura. <laughs> Rockham Sakura. I love that bitch. <laughs> Everyone seems to be living for this character. There's a lot of laughter. Is it laughter because it's funny? Laughter because it's uncomfortable? The world woman, you never know. But Lolita tells her to leave space following her jokes and breathe. She wants them to react and understand the joke. And Valentina will tell her to drag all her sisters in the mud. Uh, Valentina woke up and chose violence, didn't she? She Listen, all of the spices in the rack and she chose salty. Yeah. And she just, it, it's funny. Like, I love seeing Valentina, um, you know, out of that TV element that she was when she was in the American version, because mm-hmm. it was very much that latte fantasy. Um, but we're seeing the Valentina that other queens say Valentina is, right? Like this fun jokester situation. So yeah. super excited about that. Finally, it's time for Christian Peralta. She is dreading this. She doesn't think her ideas are flowing. She tells them she is very nervous. She doesn't say it, but we know what Rue would say. It's that motherfucking inner saboteur. <laughs> and it's a straight man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the saboteur is a straight man. <laughs> yeah, sure it is. As a queen on the top all season long, she is worried about how to impress them again, which I completely understand. Mm-hmm. Lolita tells her that she's a person who likes to be in control of the situation. When it comes to playing an improv, she will stress herself out because she is not in control. Valentina loves that she is sharing this vulnerable side, and dare I say, it's the vulnerability the judges are looking for. Yes. Literally. Absolutely. Valentina tells her that the moment she hits the stage, throw it all away. Lolita will give her a hug and tells her to give it her best shot. 
Gala notices that Christian is shutting down a little bit and will mock her for another little cry. Now, Christian is going to clear her head and get to writing as he, she allegedly didn't share anything with Lolita and Valentina. <laughs> is it possible that she did this as a strategy as to not the alert to alert the girls with her material? I don't, I don't know. And you know, when I watched it, of course, I think that that strategy worked because I didn't see it. Like I didn't, you know what I mean? Now that you pointed out, I'm like, huh. I love my reality are, TV. Everything's a conspiracy. Because <laughs> my notes are like, <laughs> but yeah, that really could have been the case that they just they just played stupid until it was time to get on stage. And the other thing is, every other queen gave Lolita and Valentina idea of their jokes yeah which means two out of four of the judges are already heard the jokes mm-hmm. for christian zero out of four did i'm gonna I, i'm gonna do that if i ever get on this show i'm just gonna if i have to talk to them i'm just gonna cry and take all the filming time talking about my life and how i'm married to a woman um and then i'm going to how many listen there it, it worked it worked how many times are you going to tell us that you are a padre de familia? We know you have kids. We know you're married to a woman. And we know you're a father, a family father. <laughs> because we are living us all up for when Christian eventually wins this show and then goes on Global All-Stars. And we I'm get that totally plot line for everyone to know. Against Maddie? <laughs> no. No. The Maddie Morphosis would have to be top tier to get on that program. <laughs> Listen, I have already cast my dream cast for Global All-Stars. Um, you're not getting many Americans on it. Sorry. Uh, there are too many international Supremes really that deserve yeah. to fight yeah. each other. I want to say, uh, okay. Friends, you already know. I already think Christian's going to win this season. This episode kind of like secured it. Um, uh-huh. I want Christian to be able to battle it out against Envy Peru and Carmen Ferrara. That's Envy- the trio I want to see. Come on, how amazing would that be? Padming and Envy. If they have they want to do fans. it, they want to compete against each other. If they Literally, have only fans, both of them. They, want, please... they love each other so much they want to fight. <laughs> can we get their OnlyFans? Um, they're, um yeah, they're they're in drag. <laughs> only in drag. drag. Hey, listen, Envy's doing a little tour of America, so come <laughs> by Alabama girl. <laughs> I really love her. All right, uh, it's the day to stand up, y'all. Has the day gone by, or are we just having them walk in a few hours later? I only ask because Lady Caro is still sporting that fucking wig. That wig, it needs to be put in a bucket and set on fire. One day, I don't. I won't even release it. I just want to know for my personal knowledge. I want every queen from each season everywhere to just tell me mm-hmm. the filming schedule because I need to know. Because they like literally, they're now catching on that like okay we know how things work we know things are happening in a day like drag race philippines literally just forced their queens to do a design challenge in a day like that's cruel and unusual punishment that is crazy Um, and and the results were their fault disastrous um (laughs) but like i want to know i really want to know the filming schedule because i don't believe this was done in two days i think yeah that's what i've heard that they'd film in two days um but this international seasons might be a little bit different because I know there was a little bit of a schedule shuffle with the BBC when they were doing UK, mm-hmm. where they literally had to do one episode a day because of 
visas, work permits, and all that kind of stuff for production. So it very well could be that they're doing the same with Mexico to save And the money. reality is, the reality is, Drag Race Mexico had to be out of the studio at a certain time because our Brazilian friends had to come in. And after our Brazilian friends came in, they, our friends from Germany had to come in. Because if you Are didn't they know... the same studio? They all filmed in Colombia. What? Yeah. It's out there. Reddit knows. Everyone's talking about it. Yeah, it was all filmed in Colombia. My mom is from Colombia. Oh, yeah. um, maybe that's a sign. Uh, no, but I, well, I do not know that. That is crazy. Yeah. Uh, did you? I mean, go look at the Meet the Queens videos from Mexico and Brazil. It's the same set. It's the same set with a car and the and and, and, and the and, yeah the, the plants. Yes. I did notice that. That just yeah. the color hue was different. <laughs> as as people listen to my um Brazil uh, preview, they made them all look like. The Simpsons. That yellow light in the front was terrible. Oh yeah, I did not. So bad. <laughs> so bad. Okay, Christian has written what she has and has to believe in herself. Let's fucking do this. They believe they are a step away from the finale. Haha, <laughs> psych. It's their time to prove who has what it takes to get to the end. Now, Christian will shade Lady Carol. She hopes she'll make it to the finale. Mataka thinks she can do well in an, an attempt for Miss Congeniality. She hopes they all do spectacular. Oh, no, about that. The girls will get into face as Mataka says she's tired. And Lady Kettle tells her that she's also dry. And if we're talking about what I think we're talking about, same, sis. <laughs> Mataka will say that she's in a relationship. And there she goes destroying all of my fantasies. She says it's the first time she's had a former relationship. While she is in a relationship, she's still young and free. If only I knew what it was like to be young and free. But I fear <laughs> it's been so long that I've forgotten. Gata will share a similar sentiment that we've heard on Drag Race before and says that it's hard for her to find someone and it has gotten harder since she has gotten to drag. Her last boyfriend drunkenly told her that she liked Gala better than herself. What an asshole. Yeah. She says it was super hard for her because she resented Gala for a long time. What about you? What was your experience dating well, um and being a drag artist well i did not get to do that because i was already married um so when i started drag um we were we were already together um me and my partner we have my husband <laughs> we have been together for 12 13 years already and so it's one of those things where i started doing drag i think in march and then he started doing drag in august <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we are a uh, two-drag household here. That's why one, a full room has to be a drag closet, and it's still too much clothes. Uh, so, yeah, m my husband's drag name is Receive Cox. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah. Sharon Cox, Receive Cox. <laughs> a family that drags together, slays together. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, no, it, it's one of those things where I didn't get to have that experience, um, but I, I am around a lot of single um, drag um, colleagues that do talk about this situation where within the gay community, there is a lot of um, the opposite of what Gala was having. It's the the resentment against drag. Like, I don't want right. to, I'm, I'm gay. I'm not, you know, dating a crossdresser or a drag queen or so. Um, but internally, 
um, I have had those moments where I feel more comfortable as Sharon and I have resented Sharon for that. So I can actually feel, I can actually feel what she's feeling in the fact of resenting their drag persona. Um, But, but yeah, no, it's, it's one of those things where it just, yeah, it becomes that. Absolutely. I mean, I have a different situation. Obviously, I'm not a drag artist, but as a nightlife producer, people view me as that. So like, even if I'm like at a club and see someone, no, they're going to see me as a person putting on the show or producing the night or whatever. Um, And so it's hard for me to be able to find that barrier. So I've I've now started to like branch out and and do little other things. Like I'm part of a music league. If anyone does music league, it is the funnest thing ever. It's part of Spotify. Basically you and a group of friends, you pick categories and you pick two songs anonymously. You vote for Mm -hmm. the favorite songs. It's a lot of fun. And I've made new friends through like other things. That sounds like fun. I might try it. It's a lot of fun. Um, Um, It's a little dramatic when uh, you get to find out like, in my music league spoiler um this week was ballads only um mm-hmm. and i was alerted that the cat like the voting the song submission started so i was like i'm getting the songs i wanted well someone already beat me to getting um <laughs> it's all coming back to me now so i was pissed but i was able to get my second song i will always love you and then someone in the group chat was oh, like ballads. who else was victimized by someone taking i will always love you and i was like ha ha you don't know it's me yet <laughs> Well, Christian says it's important to have balance. She says for her as a parent, there is the character of Christian on stage who clarifies for Gala that that person is not the parent. Matanaka says that with drag, the process where you start so much of you and you start stop taking care of yourself, then hit rock bottom. That's where you start to see yourself again and then have to bring them up to make yourself one. Keto is asked about the balance of Lady Keto and Jesus, and she says that she has crazy duality. She says that the name Jesus makes her cringe. The name Jesus comes from a lot of many expectations from mm-hmm. her family, as her grandfather is also named Jesus. Her grandfather questioned why she was gay and queer and crazy and dressed up. And she says that this is a moment where society has to open their eyes and really understand that they are not there to interfere with anyone's lives. Gala points out that they all live through daily battles. Matraka says that they have these names and personas to teach the masses and their families. So Gala says you have to surround yourself around people who nourish and support you, and she is very happy to have made these connections with these girls. It's a battle that I think we've heard in the show before, and I think every drag artist knows this. They feel it. Yeah, and I feel like, especially with Latin American communities, you have um, also that Christian background, that sure. in Catholic background that are, has a lot to to do with it. I think that when they when they were talking about their name being Jesus, immediately I was like, oh, okay, Christianity. Now they explain it was a grandfather's name, but I feel like there was another layer there. Um, yeah, because it literally means Jesus, right? Your name is right. Jesus in Spanish. So, yeah, there is my father is a minister, and they. I don't know if they do or if they don't know I do drag. We haven't had that conversation. But I know that me being gay, me being married, that's just something that we've had conversations about where he's not happy with that. So as a drag entertainer and as a queer person, we have that, you know, in the back of our mind all the time, especially being Latinos, because you want to honor your parents, because there is a there's a whole level of community and connectivity with your family that sometimes it's actually held together by Christianity and beliefs. And when you do something that goes against that, it breaks that bridge right. um, emotionally and, and physically. So, 
They can't wait to see what happens next. And dear Lady Carol will give us the kiss of death as she says she can't wait to see who the final four of them will be. Can't bum, wait bum, to see bum. what fate has in store for her. Let's head to the main stage where we have Valentina giving us Daisy realness. She looked stunning, even with that Manila loose on hair. Listen, I love, 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 love the entire look. And yes, I was giving me very much Manila, um, but it was refreshed. There was a, yeah. there was a, a John moment about it. And then there's Lolita who is giving us a red moment that is Parisian showgirl light. <laughs> embarrassed Lolita. <laughs> yeah, not great this week, girl. <laughs> and our panel includes Oscar Madrazo who is giving us a fab jacket and then the diva of comedy Manuna. And this bitch is going to call Lolita Chiquita Banana, Valentina mm-hmm. Grandato Banana, and Oscar Michelle Visage. <laughs> My favorite, my favorite, uh, after they did all those, they call her Tongolele. So mm-hmm. Tongolele is this amazing Amayani to look her up. She is from the, the golden years, um, but she's an amazing entertainer. And that blonde streak, or she had a little bit of a white streak on her hair, mm-hmm. known worthy, amazing entertainer. And yeah, Valentina was definitely giving us Tongolele. So Love it. We will begin with a stand-up and then move on to the runway. Let's go. Let's begin with Garavaro, who is dressed as a dog. And I have to assume that she brought that costume and didn't have an opportunity to use it. And that informed her choice because I don't know why she would have had it on their reason why. <laughs> they probably were like, we're going to do a pup um, <laughs> a challenge. And then they were like, no, it's like we only got three episodes right. left. So now, uh, yeah, use it. <laughs> also the podium. Now, for those who watch everything, after being spoiled by the weakest heel set on Drag Race France 2, I am going to assume that the art department here on Drag Race Mexico might have been very tired and didn't really give it their all because that podium looked like very bad arts and crafts. That was so awful. Uh, it was glitter with really bad dry match podge. And yeah. not only that, and maybe now that you tell me it was filmed in Colombia, maybe just they just didn't know where the art supply store was. It's possible. It's very it. possible. Gala will give a sweet persona as she tells us that she is Gala's pet bitch, but she's not that bitch. She'll instruct the audience made up of the judges to laugh, and they don't, which will seal her fate. This was going to be, dare I say it, rough. <laughs> so funny. Look at you. You should have a stand-up show. My One of my notes, literally, my first note was WTF. Yeah, that's true. I, it just... It, you don't tell the audience to laugh unless that is your set where you're kind of telling them. And she kind of did that a little bit where she's telling them what to do. Like, oh, you should clap. Oh, you should laugh. But when it when you should laugh is the first one and you don't explain that that is your your crutch, then it just becomes you, you don't tell your Listen, audience. I have been to drag shows where hosts have done that. Y'all should laugh it's here uncomfortable. now. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> All right. So she goes on to say that bitch referring to Gala always wants to get fucked where she poops. But she is here t- tonight to tell a story. It's a tragedy. And after the failed laugh line, Gala will continue to get the audience participation. And I really only think it was Lolita playing along because she just felt bad for the pup. I just, <laughs> oh, look at that puppy. It's yeah. just sad. <laughs> She says that her mom is a travesty and dressing up as a woman is not the problem. She spends all her money on croquettes, wigs, 
shoes and dresses. What dresses? And she says the woman is never dressed and only wears thongs. And I was like, okay, okay. We're not mad what's about worse? that. What am I mad about? Yeah, saying what's gala worse and is thongs? they don't fit. And her balls come out. Um, this is definitely Galavato's legacy on this program. Her balls. Yeah, and it's just one of those things where it's like it kind of became like the Evie oddly giant penis kind of situation where it was like it was said over and over and over and over. And, and we then she's not even the one with the giant penis. That one went <laughs> home already. Pixie Pixie's gone. But yeah, it was just it was I don't know. I it her whole thing was just mm, I don't I didn't like it. I did not like it at all. She will finally reveal her name is Gogo Kareri, you the bitchy little dog. She will mm-hmm. say that the story gets worse, as now that her mother has left to contest with RuPaul, she's going to be very cocky, but she's got no right. She will say she, that she will end her story, as she has to go learn the lip sync. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you just told the judges what to do. At least you know. <laughs> At least you know. I, I think it was acute in concepts, and I guess if you can't read yourself, how can you read anybody else? Correct. <laughs> Rahina is up. She will move the microphone, and it was in this moment that I realized why, yes, that is in fact a microphone shaped as a penis. Okay, art department, you got me there. Good one. <laughs> she will introduce herself as Rahina Voce, Italian on her mother's side, Mexican on her father's friend's side. And now she's going to move away from the podium and deliver the rest of her set on the side. What did you think of this choice? Is it strong to step out from behind the podium? Yes, absolutely. Especially if you're doing a stand-up. Normally, you know, you don't want to... That That is a thing. That, that, that's a confusion. The podium is normally for the roast. Right. Now, why do you have a podium if it's a stand-up show? But right. normally for the stand-up, you move back and forth because you right. normally have a small audience. So you want to walk around. You want to get close to them. You want Or you use the mic stand as your literal crutch. Correct. But yeah, no, I just, I, I think that was the best. She is a show person. She is a show woman. So um, she knows that she needed to work the stage. So I'm, I'm glad she did that at least. She will say that as an elitist, she may look very elegant and cocky, but she's not classist, which will get Lolita. She's laughing more than literally anyone else in the room. So maybe Lolita was high. I don't know. Good for her. She tells them that she is an actress, a singer, dancer, model, rescue worker, and also double champion chewing gum for the Wisconsin University of College of Freaking Freaking Star of Freaking Freaking World. Um, I've never heard of that school. <laughs> I went to it. You know, oh, I yeah? Oh, my God. Yeah. Congrats. I couldn't finish it. They kicked me out. <laughs> she will tell the story of how she was on her roof one day, and she was very busy when she got a phone call from RuPaul and said, hi, mommy. And Ru told her, Drag Race Mexico is coming, and tells her that she is the most beautiful Mexican queen, apart from Lolita Banana Valentina, of course. We need you on the show. And she will translate and say, Ru said, hey, you rock. You're the bitchiest. I'm begging you. We need you. Also, lift the bar. Um, she was like, you know... I can't say no to you. Rue continues to say they need her on the show as she's the Mexican Jujube. Um, okay. Not who you want to be compared to unless you just want to be on all the shows and just lose forever. You won't win. Anyway, she will say that she's been everywhere and everybody's talking about Rohina Voce, the musical, which is a nod to one of my favorite West End faves everybody's talking about jamie yes yes if you didn't get it very niche if you got it you are my people (laughs) um and just like that it's over i think there was a lot cut but i think rahina did a phenomenal job she was quick she was witty she was smart and yes she was fast 
but she was fast for the sake of comedy. This to me was top tier comedy performance. So as a comedian, <laughs> I yes, it was one of the best of the night. Um, I I don't. We're gonna see this throughout throughout this all all of these entertainers. There is a lot of pulse and awkward spots. Like she was fast in a couple of things, but there was a lot of um 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 and. Mm-hmm. I just, and then she would go really quickly on other stuff. And it was like, it was a voice and she was trying to, it, this didn't translate correctly on the, on the subtitles, but she was making RuPaul pronunciate words with an American accent, mm-hmm. which was funny, but then she did it like seven times. So, and I guess it's because she saw that Lolita was laughing. So she was like, comedies and threes friends. I'll keep going. Right. But it was way more than three times. Um, but no, it was the best one. It was a, it, not the best one. It was one of the best. Um, but I really did love that Juju B line. It was so funny. It was, it was so. It smart. caught me off guard. I was like, um, and again, she's able to make that joke because she knows Juju B. Because in the universe, <laughs> um, poor Juju B. That was. I one day I hope to interview Juju B and ask her, what blackmail do they have on you? Why did they? Why did you get forced have to do this? That show. The memes of all the other new um, franchises are coming, and they put Juju B in it. She loves I, it. I she love, loves it. I love that. Um, speaking of Juju B, did you watch her on Dungeons and Drag Queens? Yes, yes. God, I know this is not about this, but that episode was great. Friends, if you are a fan of Dungeons and Dragons, I did recap all four of Dungeons and Drag Queens on the podcast. Um, I have never played the game, but dear friend of the pod, Aja Duh did and does, and they have started their own um, Dungeons and Drag Queens style podcast that mm. I will actually be participating in next week. So this will be my first campaign ever doing Dungeons and Dragons and um, crazy shit. But yeah, Jujubee, she's she played Twyla. She's good TV. Good Twyla. TV. Twyla was great. And yeah, <laughs> that's how I'm going to be playing. I, I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm probably going to create chaos while not trying to create chaos please do chaotic energy is the best okay next up is matraka who is looking like a beautiful little mexican doll she too will not stand behind the podium now she will ask has it ever happened to you that a privileged white person comes and says no shit i'm zero classes dude i love brown people dude i love them and she will ask if they've heard it once in their life this week two minutes ago and says that people like that usually have names like Rahina. <laughs> She'll go on and say that she had someone come to her and say, I love your skin tone, dude. Any chance you can find makeup based your shade. And she says she actually does paint her in powdered mole and beets. She says that she's really go ahead. And a brick. She uses a brick. And, too. A brick. <laughs> and she says that she's really sick of being discriminated for so long. And yet she knows that past generations have also lived in very difficult times. For example, Christian Peralta began drag when the Spaniards were just arriving. And she had the drag show of Metsusula, and she gets mad because she didn't get paid for her cocao. She then jabs Rahina again by saying she was already 20 years into her career and says times have changed and she has come here to remind them that young, dark-skinned women rock better. Okay, we got a little political set here. Yeah, I think, you know, it, it was it was an important, important thing to say, right? Because it is a reality in Latin America. Colorism is a thing that is um, unfortunately thriving in Latin America and has been for years. Um, 
I think that it's it is hilarious that when I watched it, uh I had this face. There's my little Ooh. emoji. Mm-hmm. Um but when you were reading it, because I watched it without the subtitles, when you read it, it's funnier. Like when you read it, like the jokes of the rose of the other girls work, the whole thing about Regina Voce, like it's funny, but like when it was in Spanish, she wasn't sure. Like there was no like shortness about what she was saying she was hesitating the entire time um the political jokes are funny if you have a landon thing like if you know what you're doing and you have and they're short and sweet and then you go to something else and then you come back to the racist thing like that's funny um but she just kind of stretched at a like laffy taffy and it was just like she didn't have the right story structure it wasn't clear and definitive and if it was it could have been what we're talking about could have been amazing correct next up matraca says is the next white lady lady Caro, <laughs> and she will say she's not lady Caro because lady Caro would never wear that frock um oh my god um it is her cousin and please note she is walking away from center stage the spotlight did not follow her <laughs> uh foreshadowing to what is to come um, you're gonna hear um, the same joke she said earlier but this time she says the being made her radioactive and fart <laughs> this set is clearly not going over well as sweet innocent matraka is wide-eyed when she hears the word shit again now she will say she's a drag queen and the only thing she loves and dislikes about drag are the heels and says they should be deemed a sport and if you're drunk in extreme sport and she will ask the community to raise their hands and dignify their work and be happy drag queens and that's it. It was surely something was cut for time because nothing landed. Nothing makes sense. I I don't I just don't like yeah, nothing landed. There were things that were just kind of okay, is there more? Um the 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 fear like there there is a little danger on creating a character when it comes mm-hmm. to a send up thing. And Pokemon Trees did spectacular at it. And she would she is a good footprint for or blueprint not footprint blueprint um on on how to do that right you have to commit and you have to again those jokes have to boop 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 land and the character has to be larger than life i get that this is a um it's kind of like the chola here in the united states mm-hmm. right it has a type of voice it has a type of uh, hair they wear a type of outfit Um, And it's known in Mexico for girls, for a certain group of girls to talk like that. But it just wasn't wasn't funny. And so, like, if you're going to create a character, make sure your jokes land. Because otherwise, what are we watching? We don't see you. We don't see your vulnerability. We don't see yourself. You're not telling a story about yourself. You're not making fun of yourself. It, It was just... I agree. Yeah, it was bad. Finally, we have Christian, who looks radiant that paint is soft the dress is stunning the hair is perfect she looked like an angel mariah carey it was she walked out beautiful. there and i was like that hair color she needs to wear that every that honey blonde. gorgeous beautiful christian won't even step near the podium she is out in front and about to go on a roll she will introduce herself as a drag queen a father and a wife <laughs> has a wife and she will say everyone must be thinking what's with this dude enjoys it while crying she says it doesn't make her feel frustrated just ask her wife how frustrating it is to be told he's drag and also looks gay what's more frustrating for her is she wears her bras and dresses and will address her wife and say these shoes are comfortable 
<laughs> she says that people will ask her what are you and she answers pansexual come on pansexuality visibility on drag race yes Ooh, never would do that <laughs> no it was it was great yeah keep, keep going keep going because <laughs> this was is the first official time yeah she's addressed it because yeah. all the other times we're like straight man, We've been straight like, man. no 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 right. a married metamorphosis okay <laughs> cute she will say that she told her aunt that she was pansexual, and her aunt says she also loves pan, croissant slices, and buns. <laughs> so then Christian imagines herself fucking a donut, saying, Shabala, suck my dick. She says the stupidest and ugliest part is when they ask, how did you become a father? She must have borrowed someone else's dick. <laughs> the moral of the story is that love is love, and nothing is as brave as following your heart. Just ask her wife for putting up with a gay man for nine years isn't easy. It was a solid, tight set. This is how you do comedy. Yeah, and and surprised us. I mean, surprised me. Uh, you saw the red herring, but I, I, I didn't. So I was like, oh, huh. I was actually like, my note is wow, uh, pleasantly surprised. I was expecting her to flop because of what they did in the in the little review. But can we agree that Christian Peralta's wife has received more airtime than any other contestant in the season? Oh it's my true. god, more than Jujubee in the entire franchise. Yeah. <laughs> like um okay. she's been name dropped more than Miss Vallarta. <laughs> yes. It just no, I just I yeah. I, I it was funny. It was, great. it was great. She looked amazing and she closed it with a joke that was funny. So it it just you know, it had heart because it talked about coming out as pansexual. Um it had heart because it said, you know, love is love they shit on themselves about it um so that is what you do like all of these people were lacking you know we mentioned you know you have to if you have to land each joke because on a stand-up you don't have a whole you know story to tell so right. the good thing about this is that if it, it was flowing correctly every single button was hit and and, and landed every joke and they had heart they somewhat of a political thing to say that they're pansexual and then they ended on a good note so that's great mwah. beautiful all right category is picante in honor of the runway we're going to play hot 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 or sugary sweet because what's not hot is sugar starting with matraca matraca traca. by la kaina haired by mala blue this was absolutely stunning. The hair, the headpiece were glorious. I love the way she is giving you a heart and the veins running through her stoned bodysuit. Um, the nude illusion is off just ever so slightly, but imagine the imagery. It's, it's just, it's gorgeous. It's I, I, And I said, you know, maybe the picante is on the whole sexy thing. The fact that it's a nude illusion. Um, one of the judges says that they like them um, uh, firm and veiny talking about how the dress has veins on it. <laughs> and I was like, Ugh. but um, this, beautiful. Just, yeah, this is the sexiest I think we've seen with Taka all season. Yeah. And this was a moment for her to show a little versatility. I will say, from a distance, gorgeous. When you zoom in and you see the collar, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. do something better there. And I think like on the capelet or on the, I don't know. because Yeah, it's a capelet. I call it a capelet. The little metal hearts, I feel like there should have been a bigger statement piece. You sure. have the small one here, the stone, and it's beautiful, but and it's and it's giving you that Catholicism heart of mm -hmm. sorrows, I think is what it is. So, but then the cave just had smaller ones, but they were not like even and they were not, they were kind of spread out. 
I just feel like if maybe the cape had a stoned heart in the middle and then she turned around and it was all shiny and beautiful, that would have been the, you know, the, the, the cherry on top. But she's a perfectionist. I mean, you look at her makeup, you look at the hair. It looked it looked great. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I'm going to ask you another conspiracy theory possibility here. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that the category was not spicy? It was actually red. I think so. Okay. And because, yeah, some of these are like not necessarily spicy because no, I would have done again the Tapatillo Man uh, <laughs> or a Tabasco bottle. Um, right. But like, yeah, like where or a Valentina bottle. Or Valentina, Valentina, um, or yeah, or, or something like a Chile, and we'll we'll talk about um, Regina later. But I just, yeah, I, I feel like it might have been a red ball. They they I might have so planned a red ball. Lolita says she loves her look and the concept. She says she wants to represent the hot blood that runs through her veins. She says the stand up was a bit short, and she was complaining over and over, and the jokes weren't finished. Mano says that drag is political, comedy is political, and based on that, she needed to have more fun instead of complaining as they were give, getting another feeling like what was happening. They say her look is amazing. Valentina loves the look and reminds her of Daria when she sang Sangri. She says she likes when drag queens wear earrings as the details that represent glamour. She says she needs to have more fun in the stand-up comedy. And Oscar says it's amazing to see what she's achieved and the interpretation of her looks amazing. He says they would never imagine something like that. And that's what fashion is all about. Mm -hmm. To surprise and do unique things. I will give this a hot, hot, hot. Hot, 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 picante, muy picante. I've already called out one motherfucker who didn't give it a hot, hot, hot. Um, It's 89%. Hot, 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 eleven percent sugary sweet for the audience. Sean, it's your fucking birthday. You get a pass, but god damn it. Should have been a hundred percent. Whatever. Uh Christian Peralta, no designers listed. I like this as a different silhouette for Christian. It's not the best constructed as the chaps were a bit too loose. Love the bullhorns in the hat. I wish the corset was sitting a bit higher on her body because it did feel a bit low. I think the hair is very youthful and flirty. This was a good fashion moment for her. It's beautiful. And and again, we talk about the transformation. Like, cool, what a gorgeous woman. Um, yeah, I think that the horns could have set a little higher. Um, and I think it's tool on the chaps. Um, I don't I don't know. I, I think that I would have done the same fringe that she has on the little hip area. Yeah. Um, alongside the 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 chaps. And yeah, the chaps look like they belong to somebody three times her size but um but no the hair those little rest wispies on it that was just beautiful i i love her in blonde i mean i said that earlier i love her blonde Mm -hmm. and she should keep doing that for sure Lolita says, as soon as she walks in, she saw La Veneno. She asks if it's real. It is. She <laughs> says she pulled it off with her stand-up and says she's very talented. Oscar says that he admires her more as he doesn't want to get emotional as he can relate to her as he's also a dad. He says her telling her story, he appreciates it as they have to fight and let go of many things in life to be able to be there today as proudly as she did. He congratulates her for having the balls. And Valentina says, and the horns too. <laughs> hot, hot, hot. Oh, absolutely. I it, it was hot. Um, like I said, it, it's just a little tweaks here and there. Um, but it was she's always hot. Like audience, 84% hot, 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 16% sugary sweet. Rahina Voce, look by Luis Angelito Bernal, hair by JCT Producciones, jewels by Gustavo Huguera. So she's going to be a little go little 
literal to this and she's going to give you like a sexy chili pepper um i think this was like what i would call as they say on Draggers philippines a pullout um <laughs> where she already likely had the red bodysuit and attached a green stem and a translucent cape and called it a day in order to ele elevate it the hair is drag it's a very safe look and i think had her look been stronger she might have actually had a chance at winning this week I, yeah, I don't understand. I feel like she might have had a chili costume. <laughs> Maybe she worked at Chili's and she was a mascot. But <laughs> she had, she put that on top of that outfit. It's that um pleather material, which I'm not, I'm not shitting on it. I have one. I have a little Britney Spears number in that closet. But it's that pleather that is shiny, but it's not kind of thing. Yeah. Um, And then that PVC, like it just... It was just weird. You have leather, you have plastic, you have diamonds, and then the black bra sticking out through the top. I was just like, if you, this was a pageant, I would have taken five points. Like, what is that? And then it was baggy. That was the other thing. It was like, we're having, maybe they lost weight. Maybe they were- Oh, it's definitely the, possible. With the nerves, because I have the same note for somebody else. It was just baggy right here. And maybe it's because it's not meant to be on the shoulders, maybe it's supposed to go up and then yeah. heart shape, but all of this was just bunched up. Um, Regina Voce is great, and I don't want the the Voces the Vocesitos to come get me, but Regina Voce is great. I just don't think she's as great as she thinks she is. I think part of what it is is she's doing drag in a very classical club sense which is not what some of the others are bringing so when you compare her to like christian you're like oh my god she's got to step up her looks step up her looks but if you put her on probably like a regular season of drag race she might be like excelling but then you have the jimbo effect right like jimbo and her season had that whole like mm -hmm. older not not i'm not talking about like pageant queen because that's not pageant queen but like older older circuit queen where the details are not as important but the whole look right um and then you see how jimbo was able to continue keeping that charm but elevating the look and right. and even even at, at drag race uk versus the world that was a little bit you know stepped up right but um i don't know i just Don't hate me. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. She's great. Well, no, is... not... I don't hate yeah. her. I just don't. You know. Well, it is says that her stand-up was fun. She says it was politically incorrect, but very well done. Mm -hmm. Oscar loved her stand-up as it made him laugh. He thinks it was great that she got RuPaul involved. He says she deserves a gay spin. Valentina says her look was fun and she loves her earrings and all the details, but thinks she could have worn something more luxurious to elevate mm. her look. I'll give it a soft, hot, hot, hot. I give it a um, a tibio, which means warm. Audience, 71% <laughs> hot, 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 29% sugary sweet. A little bit of warm. Ooh. No designer twisted. This is like if the heat miser did drag. I love that she's giving <laughs> you fire, but again, I think this was a pullout with attachments. The dress is cute. The feathers are fine. They're just sitting on the bottom in a way that makes it hard to walk. I don't know why they stop. I think it needed some encapsulate the entire bottom of the dress she made it work but this was not close to being enough 
No, and it, it's also not to the level of what she's brought in other stuff. Right. Um, and I think she was trying to just give something different, not give this trappy jockstrap look with, you know, the, the spiky hair. But I just, this is the one that I was going to talk about. It's ill-fitting. It is very yeah. baggy. It is, it doesn't even look like it might be hers. Like, it I might have been agree. like, oh, can you let me borrow that? Or... And then I get what they were trying to do with the whole feathers. They were trying to do an open good day at the front. So it opened up when she walked, but it didn't because they put the feathers in this way. Right. So it cover itself. And now you have a hole right here. Uh, that that poor hair did not survive the steps backstage. Like the moment <laughs> she came out, that thing went oing. And it stayed like that the entire time. Um. So yeah, no, I just... Gala, Gala is beautiful. Gala has a lot of talent, but she she's a miss on this one for sure. For me, Gala's going to be on Verse the World. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I think she has the material, and now she'll have the money, the yeah. extra money. Not saying that she didn't have any money before, but she'll have the the, the capital for it for for sure. Lolita says she was surprised by her stand-up because she didn't expect it to be good. She says, compared to her companions, the moment when she hesitated or forgot her lines was evident. She says the look wasn't good. She says it breaks her fantasy as the fitting is terrible as all she can see. She says there are wrinkles, and she also doesn't like the wig as it's coming apart. She says her look was the bitchy part. Mono says her drag was fun, but tells her to watch out for the new character as the problem started being the first one to go, and she was worried about getting applause. They tell her to go out and connect with people, break the ice, and focus. Valentina says that she was surprised by her stand-up because she managed to flow and finish. She says the issue with the outfit was the structure wasn't quite good and says she could have used some padding to create more of a silhouette. She tells her the short sleeves aren't flattering. Okay, thanks, Valentina. Come on. Um, I'll wear I'll give short her, sleeves. <laughs> I'll give her a soft, hot, hot, hot. I'm, I'm, no, no. She's, what's the other one? What's the other option? Sugary sweet. I'll give her a sugary sweet, maybe. All right, audience, 74% hot, 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 26% sugary sweet. Lady Keto, look by Aveshe, hair by Peche La Peche, gloves by Manique. Poor girl. This was not even close to being up to par. It's velvet. It's burgundy. It's not the category. I think it's a silhouette unlike the others she served, but it was mm. way too simple. The fall to reveal the blood as a vampire. Oh, Been man. there, seen that. Not enough. Yeah, yeah. It's it was. It, she had gingivitis. Like this wasn't. She she bit her tongue on the way in. Like you can't tell me that. Um. Oh gosh, it escaped in my mind with the glass. For the account. Yes, like that was. I'm sorry, I can recall it that well because it's one of the greatest reveals in the history. It of the show. was just like. The blood and the fangs came out, and it was like it was amazing. So, how are you gonna do something and not either meet it or it. top it? Like it's just it was not yeah, and and this is another reason why I think this this was might have not been the runway they planned for this week because yeah, it's burgundy. I'm a classic girl, like I love a velvet, I love that hourglass silhouette, mm -hmm. I love big titties. Um, the hair could have been a little bit bigger to compensate for the big titties and the big hips. Um, and this has given me my last number at the, at the bar. Like, right. I'm going to do it's all coming back to me now, or I'm about to, do, <laughs> you know, so, like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not given me, oh, I'm on Drag Race. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean, I'll get, I'll, I'll soft, but I just don't, mm -mm, yeah. 
Lilita says her look is spectacular and says the gloves are beautiful. She says in her stand-up, there was a nice social criticism moment, but she had to make them laugh. She was expecting more from her and asks, where are the jokes? Manu says she looks gorgeous and showed up to perform looking like Morticia. Her stand-up, they say her character didn't tell them much and say the only resource she used was the tone of her voice and it didn't work out well. Oscar says that expect that they expected a lot from her because they're used to that. He says after Lunail, it was going to be amazing, but she lost her chance. Uh-huh. Valentina says that she looked her look is amazing and says chevron color is a color ladies like. <laughs> and says she looks forward to seeing the tits all season long, but says she didn't achieve much in the stand-up. I'm going sugary sweet. Yeah, sugary sweet as well. I just it was it, it was it was a mess with, Audience, with the runway look. Audience was kind. 58% hot, hot, hot. 42% sugary sweet. It's the breast. Yeah. <laughs> the hot ladies are going to head to Untucked Jr. Nahina believes that she has to win as she got the best comments from the judges. Did she? Did we miss something? I don't, I feel like, I mean, there is a lot of editing that's happening. And yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that, that um, reference either. Cause I was like, either you are too of yourself or they cut something out because that's a lot (laughs) i don't think that was part of it she is upset though they didn't say anything about her legs okay be a voice of reason and tell rahina that her stand-up was spectacular but they don't know what they will focus on but taraka says it's frustrating to not feel funny she knows she's serious and she stopped being a hermit person and socialized more she's learning she's trying to learn how to relax as she was very tense now, Lady Caro says when they got the feedback from Valentina and Lolita, she read from the script she had and they didn't laugh. Well, that should have been your tell that you should have changed up the hey, material. Red flag. <laughs> Christian will tell her to never doubt that she's super talented and hilarious. She is appreciating the love and support at this point as not many people would. Gala is not very happy as they didn't expect anything from her, which is the opposite of Caro's situation. Gala says they're not laughing. In fact, they're crying a bit. I didn't see any tears, so Gala, you're lying to me. Unreliable <laughs> narrator. Yeah, I, I. So you have very much dichotomy here. You have somebody who walked in and be like, "They love me. I was amazing. Everything. I am the drag queen for the season." And it's like, well, we didn't hear half of that, so maybe you're lying. Then you have somebody who's like. You know, I'm not giving myself enough credit. Christian Christians should be giving themselves the credit they deserve yeah. because they did great. And and I know I went back to the confession to the confessions and they were like, I did I I don't know, I don't know how I did. And I was like, No, you did great. Like you you did they laughed the most with you. Um, and then you have Matraka who's like, Yeah, I know I did bad. Like, I guess I'll just have to face the music. So you have this dichotomy of like different like personalities Absolutely. and i really love that they're all gonna give it through all they're fighting on they are still badasses and in the top five the most baddest asses in the world <laughs> the picante chicas return the judges have decided the winner is christian peralta that is win number four number four now going back in history winning four challenges usually secures you the victory I don't know what's going to happen in France this year, but it's possible the queen with four victories is going to lose to the queen who never placed lower than high. I mean, I... The bitch has the best track record in the history of drag race. So we'll see. 
I, yeah, I don't know. But with with Christian, I would not be mad if Christian no. wins. Um, I really wouldn't be mad if any of this girls um win. I think I, I think agree. that I think that they're they each have something to give and it's something that it's that it's you know, each of them have a talent. Um and Christian has a wife. That's true. <laughs> Regina Manchaka are safe leaving God and Lady Kato is the bottom two. Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The song is De Mi and Marate by Daniela Roma. Have you heard this song before? I love this song. My father used to sing this song or hear the song all the time. Uh, we are going to get this ballad moment and emotions. Yes. Emotions. It is so hard for me to believe Lady Caro in this moment with those contacts in and overvoting. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay, great. Um, I think Gara is excellent as a lip sync artist and she is proving that she can in fact take anyone on but this was a battle for one it was there was no way lady Kara was saying yeah um so here's the thing i it was dramatic and i love a ballad i love ballad moment and i would say first of all i don't like when performers take stuff off um, and that was the first thing. I don't know if those ears were heavy. I don't know what was going on. I don't know if the magnet was coming off. If it falls off, that's a different story. Take the other sure. one off. But it was like the moment she went in there, she went in there, and I was like, oh, come on, like wait a little bit. And then their necklace, I was like, and she like yanked that Ripped necklace. It. She's going to have to go back to Lollicox or whoever she bought that from <laughs> to get that fixed on the back because she probably ripped it. So, um, yeah, no, it's one of those things where I kind of was entertained, even though it was creepy with the red contacts. I was kind of entertained about the drama that um, the, the lady was giving me um, because I was put off by the whole like taking things off. And I was like, please, Gala, don't take your wig off. Please don't take your wig off. Um, but yeah, uh, at the end, yeah. I want you to keep talking. <laughs> Galavaro continues on as Lady Caro is eliminated. Got some burning questions to wrap this podcast. Are you ready? Mm. What is Lady Caro's legacy? I have no idea. Titties. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess I guess the breastplate, but it's really the- interesting because she was really a cool character, but they didn't give her anything to do. Yeah, we didn't yeah, she, learn anything about her, and she was funny with the other girls. Like she right. is, she is the friend who makes you laugh. Yes, but the moment that she would get on stage, there was just all these insecurities that just attacked her. And I just, I yeah, I don't, I don't think she has a legacy except for. I mean, if a breastplate is the only legacy you have to give, who won the week? Who had the best episode? Doesn't have to be the winner. Who was the best? Who was the best in this episode? Yeah, who who was the star of the episode? Oh, Christian for sure. Yeah, yeah Christian Peralta, and, and and has an arc like showed you from the beginning to the end. Like it was beautiful. Well, speaking of next week, it's a makeover. Yes. Who do you think will win? And was that little tidbit of this episode, Christian saying she's the makeup artist of the season, proof that she might win number five? I think so. I mean. I I would Insane. be afraid. I would be afraid of um whoever gets um Regina <laughs> because Regina know how to do her face. Like mm-hmm. but it's the same stamp every time. So we're gonna have another um 
uh, Tina Burner situation <laughs> and Rosé. So I don't know. I don't know. But no, Christian, definitely. I mean, I, I think they're teasing us, um, but I think they're trying to make if, us think that she's going to lose. But. Right. If Christian wins a fifth, there's just no competition oh, here. There's no way. Yeah. It, w- it would be robbery. But I'll ask the question anyway, after nine episodes, winner of the season is. Hmm. Who's the winner of the season? Hmm. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. It's Christian. Um, it's a clear, it's a clear Christian. I, I think for me, it would be Christian. It would be uh, Matraka. Then I know you want Regina to be higher than Matraka, but uh, Matraka. No, I think I, uh, for me at this point with the trajectory, I would put Matraka number two as well. Yeah, definitely. And then it would be Regina and then Gala for sure. Yeah. Um. Again, I think this is a very strong top four. Yeah. Absolutely stronger than many other four. seasons. <laughs> yeah. For a first season too, this is quite yeah. impressive. All right. Well, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Well, you guys didn't know, but I'm in Christian Peralta's wife. Um <laughs> uh, so all of my social media is Sharon Cox, S-H-A-R-O-N, and the last name is C-O-C-X. Um, and I am on TikTok, Instagram. Facebook, Christian Mingle, Plenty of Fish, For His Glory Only. Scab Hub? Uh, but yeah, no, all of my social media is just my my drag name. Amazing. Well, this was fun. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me again. Uh, so please let me know if you have another spot. I would love to come on. 